Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, you're going to hear from the head coach of the Winnipeg Sea Bears, Mike Taylor, because he is still the head coach of the Winnipeg Sea Bears. He has signed a two year contract extension. He's also the GM as he looks to put together another good team this season. And you're also going to hear from the Steinbeck Pistons on why they're hosting Dauphin at the U of M this weekend. They're calling it the Clash of Champions. That's on the podcast. Winnipeg Sea Bears announced that they'd signed the Coach of the Year, Mike Taylor, to a two-year contract extension, also their GM. And this is noteworthy because this is not really how it's done in the CEBL. Other than Kyle Julius of the Vancouver Bandits, no head coaches in the CEBL have year-round multi-year deals. Yeah. Help the expansion Sea Bears establish themselves as a big deal. Very fun to go to home games. Scored a ton of points. Led the West with 90.1 points per game. Signed three players that would have huge seasons. MVP Teddy Allen. Team's first overall draft pick. Simon Hildebrandt, the U-Sports Player of the Year. British import Jelani Watson-Gale, the sixth man of the year. A huge season for him. And he is back. And here's what he had to say today. Really excited to be back here today in the Canada Life Center. A place where we had so much fun this summer. Uh, it's amazing to think about what we accomplished in one year. Um, you know, <clears throat> to think that everything came together in such a short time is, is really impressive. Uh, that's a testament to the organization and all the people in it that really worked well together. Uh, I want to say thank you to David, um, his vision uh, to bring something here in the city that would bring a lot of people together uh, has become something special. And it's created opportunities for myself, coaches, players, people throughout the organization. And uh, again, I think the, the warm reception from the city uh, has, has been outstanding. So very thankful for David and, and his vision and the opportunities that, that it provides. I'm thankful for Jason and, and working with him. I think, you know, as a coach, and, and I've been called a basketball lifer, I've been in a lot of different countries, a lot of different places. But what I look for is a, in a place is some place that you fit with people. You work well with people. And I can really say that I feel great about the fit here in Winnipeg with David's vision, working together with Jason and everyone in the Seabears organization. And I think that's one of the main reasons why everything came together so quickly. On the other side, it's the city. Winnipeg is a fantastic sports town. It's a big league city with the NHL and the Jets, the tradition of the Bombers. And I'm so proud of our first steps in our inaugural season with the Sea Bears. I think we did a great job connecting with the city, but the city loved the team back. We could never have imagined the wonderful response, uh, selling out the arena, big crowds, so much support and love for the Sea Bears throughout the town. Very, very thankful. Again, this whole opportunity uh, to connect with the next generation, giving young kids, young boys and girls, the opportunity to play, the opportunity to dream about basketball, uh, connecting with the universities, the University of Winnipeg, the University of Manitoba. I think through and through, there were so many positives from the Sea Bears inaugural season. I'm very appreciative for the, the staff, Ryan Thompson, uh, Juwan Brown, uh, Josh Reddy, Mike Rainbow, all the staff that worked so hard throughout the summer, uh, and again, the players. 
Uh, I think that the team came together and they were able to accomplish some things and they did it in a way that attracted a lot of positive attention. The CEBL market here in Winnipeg is wonderful. Uh, and I think, again, we've got really nothing but positive things ahead uh, with the response from this wonderful sports town here in Winnipeg. The contract that I'm them signing is a, is a sign of commitment. Uh, I love Winnipeg. I love the Sea Bears. And again, we're here to pursue those championship goals. Uh, we did a really good job in the first year, but that first year is over. And it's a point where we want to continue to uh, establish our organization, continue to grow and build on and off the court. And we want to continue to build on that connection with the city and eventually the dream goal of pursuing that CEBL championship. This is our purpose. This is what we're here for. And I believe with David's vision, Jason, everyone in the staff, all of our coaching staff, support staff, players that we'll bring in, there's, there's great things ahead for basketball in the city of Winnipeg with the Seabears and the CEBL. So I want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you to the staff and organization. And I'm really, really excited about what the future holds for us here with the Seabears. And Taylor also went on to talk about what the full-time deal means in terms of making the team better. Now we have uh, a structure that we can work off of. Uh, the structure is in place from what we did as an, as, as an expansion team. Uh, and now it's about evaluating everything that we do and try to get better. Uh, the opportunity to track players, whether it's Canadian players or uh, international players, playing overseas, the G League, different places. <clears throat> I think there's a clear picture for them. Uh, last year, as I tried to talk to players about coming to play in Winnipeg, they thought, Mike, that sounds great. But there was nothing to show them. It was, it was all, a, a, you know, a description. Now, you know, we have um, visual evidence. We have, uh, you know, the stories from players that were here firsthand and had a great um, playing experience. So I think it's basically the structure that we have in place, building off of it, uh, the ability to consistently track and recruit better and better players and continually try to you know, put these programs uh, in place in the city, on the floor, off the floor, generally just trying to be, um, you know, maximize our potential and be as good as we can be. So I'm thankful for those, those situations. And you think this is going to be great for recruitment? To me, it's a big advantage. Um, we have a clear picture of what Winnipeg Sea Bears basketball is, what the you know the facilities are, who the people are, um, and I think that it's always a work in progress. You know, the players that play in the CEBL are specific. You know, this is at, at that time it's the NBA Summer League and the CEBL, really, maybe a league in Puerto Rico. There's not many, much basketball going on around the world. So we're trying to find unique players that want to use it as an opportunity to grow and develop their game. We want to use it as an opportunity to help them improve and develop their careers and get to the next level. Uh, so it's not like we can say we're going to have seven guys from last year's team back. It's a work in progress. We're going to try to have as much continuity as we possibly can. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's building the right team for the right situation, and, and we want to try to do that as best we can. I do believe it's a big advantage uh, to have this opportunity consistently to track the players. Now there's bound to be turnover in a league like this where there's a lot of transiency and, and looking at teams and the way I prepared for calling all the games this year, you'll look at how long people have been with each team and very few had been with their team for more than a year or two. 
But what about favorites like Teddy Allen, the MVP, Simon Hildebrandt, the U Sports Player of the Year? Is there a chance they'll be back when year two begins? Well, I think Simon is a unique case because of the U Sports situation. I think it's it's when he wants to play, when he's healthy to play, I think there's a high likelihood that he will play because he saw how much the situation benefited him and how much he enjoyed playing in his hometown. Um, so that's positive. With the other players, Teddy, for example, we don't know what stops they'll make, how their seasons will go, um, what their availability will be at the beginning. One of the things I loved about our team last year was that we had players that were committed for the full 20-game season. So when it's possible, we'd like to have that situation. But a guy like Teddy, who was so impactful for us, um, you know, when he's available, I think that's a guy that you'd love to have back. Uh, I think it's just about being flexible, about staying in contact with people, tracking the players, uh, and then trying to make the best decisions we can for our team uh, right before training camp. I hope there's some connection from last year's team so that fans can say, hey, we love these Sea Bears. We saw this player last year. He was one of my favorites. Uh, and they want to continue to build that story year after year. And I asked Mike if there's anything he's heard from prospective future Sea Bears or their agents about wanting to play here. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And I think that it, that is partly the basketball side of it, but partly the operations side. And I think that people will give us coaches and players a lot of recognition and credit like you guys played well you had a great year but let's also give our organization credit for the show that was put on I think this was a combination of everything um, and I think what we do is offer to people hey this is what the sea bears are you know you're going to play in a beautiful Canada Life Center you're going to have practice at the beautiful Sport for Life Center you're going to have nice living conditions you're going to have every opportunity to develop your game you're going to be in a place where the city loves you Right. The opportunities are there. And I think that was really attractive for a lot of the best players in the CEBL. And what we want Winnipeg to be is to be a destination for them. Like if I play in the CEBL, I want to be a part of a first class organization that I know I can develop my game, help my career and really have a good players experience. So I think it's very, very positive. And this is the difference between last year where it was like, Mike, that's a great story. But now there's something to really show and demonstrate, like, this is what Seabears basketball is. And now there are expectations for success after one year of winning and just the incredible atmosphere that was created at Canada Life Center. When I talk with our players, you know, I have a saying, that pressure comes when you're not prepared. When you're prepared, you have opportunity. So we have a wonderful opportunity here in Winnipeg uh, to build something special, to do something special. Um, we want to try to create a situation where we sustain success year after year, um, and we're off to a good start. But again, this is a situation where you have to continually deliver. Uh, we have to continually be at our best, and that's why we try to improve in all areas every day. Uh, so for me, I look at it as opportunity. I look at it as a situation where we have great people to work with, a great you know, structure, great organization. Uh, we have everything we need here to be successful. And to me, this is about maximizing it and, and doing the very best we can. So we, we're, I'm happy we set the tone high, we set the bar high, uh, and we want to keep working to get better. Mike Taylor of the Winnipeg Sea Bears head coach and general manager signing a two-year deal. And the team has also, he alluded to this in his opening remarks, launched winter programming called the Winter Sea Bears, an off-season program They'll connect underserved children with high-quality basketball instruction through clinics with the Westman, with the Bisons, with Sea Bears players and coaches. 
with the stated goal to give youth a place to learn skills so they can develop lifelong habits and reap the benefits of sport and activity. We'll This weekend at Wayne Fleming Arena at the U of M, you won't find the Bisons taking the ice. They're on a bye week before the holiday break, so it'll be the MJHL Steinbeck Pistons and Dauphin Kings in a matchup they're calling Clash of Champions. The last two winners of the Turnbull Cup going head-to-head on a Saturday night, the brainchild of the Pistons sales and marketing manager Jamie Roy, who I caught up with earlier today, alongside Pistons head coach Paul Dick. I started by asking the coach about what it'll be like to play in a different kind of atmosphere than this team is used to. Well, I, I guess it's a home game for us, but it, to some degree it's going to feel like a, a road game or a neutral site game. But uh, I think we're excited for it. You know, it's a special event. Um, you know, playing a team that we have a great rivalry with, so naturally there's going to be some excitement with it. But, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that much different. Like I said, it's going to be, you know, maybe feel like going into Portage or Dauphin. Jamie, where'd the idea for this come from? Well, I mean, it all kind of stemmed from, uh, you know, there was an under, another event going on in our in our home facility at, uh, this year at the High Life Center, and we thought, you know what, let's let's use this as an opportunity to, you know, play in a, in a bigger facility and, um, you know, just you know, put on a show. We have access to the to their production system and the jumbotron, which is you know similar aspects to what we were able to do on home game days last year in Steinbach. Uh, and so that was really exciting. And so, yeah, we're just looking forward to, to bringing out a crowd, a crowd of people. And, um, you know, because we have a few less seats in this building here in LeBrokery. And so now we're able to really open up our doors and invite as many people as we can and, uh, yeah, and just uh, just celebrate a great, uh, a great game. And, Paul, it's not like this is just any game, too. You're in first place right now. Dauphin's in second in the West Division. So this is a pretty big game. Yeah, absolutely. And like I mentioned earlier, we've, we have a tremendous rivalry with them. We've, you know, played them in the finals there a couple of years ago and uh, the games have been tight and, and uh, it's been an intensity to them. And we played them last weekend. And so I think there's going to be, I, I would expect the way that game ended, uh, it was in, uh, got a little, uh, got a little feisty at the end of the game. And, and that's probably going to carry over into the start of the next one. So, uh, it should be a lot of fun. You know, those are the types of games that you want to play, and I know the players on both sides are going to be up for it. So, Jamie, what kind of things can people expect if they want to come out to this game? What kind of initiatives are going on? Yeah, so, well, first of all, we have a local uh, school choir group um, that is bringing out a choir of about 60 kids that are going to be singing the anthem from Blumenort School, uh, as well as the Eastman Youth Choir, and so and then their families. So that that's going to bring in a group of you know, probably close to 200 people. And then we also invited, so we're celebrating minor hockey. So we've invited pretty much every minor hockey association in our region, as well as hockey Winnipeg. Uh, We reached out to the teams and say, Hey, all of these minor hockey players get into the game for free. um, And just, you know, celebrating hockey. And, um, you know, there's with, um, you know, the ice being gone, there's uh, the one less, you know, junior team in, in around. And so uh, just offering that, you know, family, you know, fam- affordable family event for to bring your kids out to. And yeah, and so that's that's kind of what we're doing there. Paul, how different is this for you as a coach to, to play in a kind of a one off event like this? Or does it change anything for you? You know what? I don't think it really does. I mean, we're going to prepare the same way. I think the only change or challenge it may pose is that uh, we're not familiar with the building in terms of uh, 
you know, the ice surface or the benches or the dressing rooms, et cetera. So it's a new facility for us, but, you know, really once the puck drops, it's another game. Um, you know, we play on a smaller ice surface. Once again, that building is regulation, which our team I know prefers, which we see on, in, you know, most facilities in our, in our league. So, um, maybe just a, a little added excitement with, you know, with it being a special event, which 23 games into the season isn't a bad thing. And Paul, you play in the same buildings over and over again. Is there an element of, of excitement to the idea of this is a new place we haven't played before and there could be some, you know, it, it adds a layer of freshness to it? Absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that. And, you know, I know a lot of our guys last year would, They've, they've watched the ice play there. I think some of our guys have gone to watch uh, alumni that are that are playing in Canada West or U Sport with either the Bisons or some of the other teams. So it's a building that they've they've seen higher level hockey in, and, and now to play in it is that's always a plus. So Jamie, if people want to come check this out, how much are tickets? What do they have to do to get in? Yeah, so tickets. So for adults, um, is, they're fifteen dollars. Students seven to seventeen years old is. Uh, they're $10 and then kids six and under get in free. So you can head over to steinbackpistons.ca uh, and there's a big clash. So we've branded the game, the clash of champions as we're us and Dauphin are the last two MJHL championship teams. So there's a big graphic uh, that shows that on the homepage. You click on that and it gets you to the ticket page for this game. Uh, and if there's even some, some minor hockey teams that would like to bring their team out, um, if they'd like to register, they can reach out to us and email info at sidebackpistons.ca. That's at 7 p.m. on Saturday at the University of Manitoba. Paul, before I let you guys go, the idea of this title defense for your squad, now 19-2-1 through 22 games, I expect you're getting everyone's best because they know you're the defending champs. How is it? Have you been able to start so strong this year? Well, we've got you know a great leadership group and uh, we didn't return a lot of players but uh, the nine I believe it's nine guys that that were back you know they they uh, understood how special that was last year and, and really have, have come in with the mindset that they want to go through that again and they want their new players to share in that experience and and uh, you know our, our young players have come in and have really followed their lead and bought into you know how we want to play the game and how we practice and how we prepare, et cetera. So, you know, I think at the start of the year, I probably wouldn't have guessed it would be where we are in the standings. And, you know, we've gone through some, some growing pains, just like every other team, but really a testament to our leadership and finding ways to win. And, and uh, you know, so still a work in progress, little ways to go. We've got, you know, a tough month ahead of us here, but, uh, you know, certainly satisfied with where we're at. Well, thank you both for coming on tonight, and uh, best of luck this weekend. Have fun with it. Yeah, thank you for having us. Jamie Roy, sales and marketing manager, Paul Dick, head coach, Steinback Pistons. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell. Until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. Place.